Hey, what's up, everybody? My name is Alexandra Burns, and welcome to the Community Health Project. Today, we are going to talk about thoughts. I just, it's a very broad strokes topic, so I'm going to revisit this over and over again, but I wanted to just quickly touch base about our thoughts and our thought patterns, especially as the shittiness of 2020 is coming to a close. And while I don't really buy into the notion of New Year's resolutions and everybody all of a sudden getting on board to, you know, lose 50 pounds and be this amazing person and exercise every day that, you know, we put all these high expectations on ourselves for January 1st. And then by January 23rd, it's all at the freaking window. So, but given how shitty 2020 was in so many ways, I'm actually excited for 2021. And I think that looking at New Year's resolutions and looking at, you know, our future for ourselves within our communities is really exciting and really important. And um, I want to do it in a in a way that makes sense for me. And what makes sense for me is trying to build a better and healthier and more sustainable way of trying to create change in my life and helping others create change in their own lives that is manageable and that is actually possible. So anyway, let's get back to thoughts. Um, I just wanted to briefly touch on this amazing concept from a recent TED talk I listened to that described uh, an area about thoughts and thought patterns that I never really, I knew it was there and I knew that I had a lot of fucking difficulty with it, but I just didn't have the vocabulary or the metaphor for what, what, what piece of the puzzle I was missing. So just a little, uh, vulnerable moment here. So thoughts have been something that I've struggled a lot with this year. Um, it has been, it's been a lot. Um, I work in a hospital. I'm an occupational therapist. So obviously COVID hit, hit me and my colleagues and, uh, us very hard. It was extremely challenging. The rest of the world, all of us have been just trying to cope with all the changes and the isolation and, the social distancing and all the things that we loved either getting canceled or changed or looking different. And uh, I'm also planning a wedding. So <laughs> there's that, which has been, I, I must say, um, really not bad at all. I've, I'm also, I think, a very, probably too chill about the whole thing, but um, it's it's been well for me because that, that is actually... Um, served served a good purpose <laughs> considering um, considering everything. So uh, hopefully everything goes well with that, which is in about five to six months I have until the wedding. But yeah, it's it's been a lot. And I'm also at a time in my life, you know, you're getting married, people are settling down, people are having babies, people are doing this. It's a, it, I'm in that stage of my life where there's a lot of adulting happening. And with everything, I really struggled with, you know, getting myself 
worked up about things or comparing myself. That's a huge thing that I definitely, definitely struggle with and have, have been working on is, you know, comparing myself in a way that's just not helpful. And, you know, we all do this from time to time, right? Where you're on social media or you, someone at work, they either get an, I don't know, whatever the case, they get a house or they get a new job, a promotion, nicer car. For me, you know, vacations, I'm a huge traveler. So when people, when I see, you know, people on these amazing vacations and, you know, I've, I've, and the truth is I've been blessed to travel to so many countries and I've done so much traveling in my life, but yet if there's a place I haven't been and someone's having this amazing time, that little, you know, negative side of myself is just like, I wish that was me. I wish I was on a vacation. I wish, you know, blah, blah, blah. It's like, especially in America, we always want more, right? We always want more. We want the better. We want the better. We want better things. We want more things. It's unfortunately, you know, how things are sometimes. So I, I found this quote, um, which I'm going to go off verbatim here, but it was along the lines of our thoughts can turn into actions, can turn into behaviors, can turn into patterns, can turn into our lifestyle and ultimately our destiny. And that really scared the freaking shit out of me because I would allow myself to, you know, we allow ourselves to indulge in these thoughts from time to time. And Sometimes you know it's happening. I mean, I don't know about you guys, but sometimes I know that I'm just in a shitty place and I'm having shitty thoughts, whether it's, you know, shitty thoughts about, oh, look what that person's doing or what this person's doing or shitty thoughts about myself. Or you're not smart enough. You're not doing enough. You're not productive enough. Um, you're not insert adjective enough because we do that all the time, right? Or I don't know, whatever shitty thought that comes in my head. And I just lost my train of thought. I don't even know what I was talking about. <laughs> the point is, I don't know. I'm going to go back. Uh, oh, I know. I was talking about my quote. So that scared the shit out of me because I thought, wow, Alex, your thoughts. And I noticed this when there was like this couple week period where I started comparing myself in this like age, you know, age group thing and adulting, like I was talking about and houses and babies and weddings and blah, 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 blah. And I noticed that it was affecting, you know, I was thinking about things a lot. I was getting clouded. And instead of using my time more wisely or being more productive or, um, you know, whatever, anything else that was better than that, I was allowing myself to fall into this spiral, you know, about work, about this, about that. And it was super unhealthy. And then what comes along with that is anger, bitterness, resentment even, because now you've created these stories in your head and then you're mad at yourself because you're wasting time and energy on it when it, it, in truth, it doesn't matter. And it's not helpful and it's not serving us in our lives. 
but we almost are addicted to the thoughts and the behaviors that come along with that. So for instance, if you are having some insecurities about something, let's say whatever, whatever it is, whatever's going on, you have an insecurity about something, then maybe your behavior, instead of doing something that would counteract that negative thought, you might end up on social media scrolling and just confirming in your head, oh yeah, see, you know, that person's, you know, skinnier than me and that person's prettier than me or that person has a better job than me. So our thoughts, especially our negative thoughts and our almost intrusive thoughts, they almost poke at us to, to well, it's like subconscious, right? And social media doesn't help. And all of a sudden you're scrolling down on social media half hour later and you're upset and you're miserable and you're not in a good place and it sucks. So my tool here, my offering was coming full circle back around to my TED talk that I um, mentioned earlier. I think I mentioned, but um, is that the way that we understand our physical health and wellness can be really helpful in understanding how to approach mental health and wellness and mental strength. So I love this notion. So when you want to be more physically fit or you want to improve your physical health, two things happen. Number one, you might start to exercise more, whether that, whatever that looks like for you, weights, yoga, cardio, kickboxing, rock climbing, walking, whatever. Right. But also what does everybody always say? Would you have to also modify your diet and what you're eating and what, what you're putting into your body. So it's a two, two, two things you got to do two point process. So what about mental health and wellness and mental strength? So they say that you should practice good mental health habits, such as therapy, meditating, gratitude journals, self-care, time to reflect, things like that. But what was my light bulb from this TED Talk was we also need to have this part two, just like the junk food, where we have to stop junk food, we have to stop our bad mental habits. So for me, you know, thinking about my bad mental ha- habits, comparing myself and my situation, because I was feeling insecure or um, whatever, my negative thoughts were telling me that was leading me to feel insecure or not enough. And then further leading me to compare myself to others, to keep putting myself down. And it really came from a place of when I really stopped and looked at it, it wasn't necessarily that I was, you know, it had anything to do with the other person. I think it was a way for me to keep putting myself down because I was already in a shitty place. So all these things, all these bad mental habits, and they look, there's a broad spectrum of bad mental habits, comparing ourselves, resenting other people's success, taking things personally, right? These are things that we do all the time. And we can meditate and, and journal and 
practice gratitude till we're blue in the face. But if we don't address and stop our bad mental habits and, and, you know, what I like to call this, you know, the spirals where you start with one thing and then all of a sudden you're spiraling into, and this and your mother and blah, 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 blah. blah and all of a sudden you're like, whoa, whoa, whoa what? <laughs> you start off with being upset about one thing and it spirals into all of a sudden there's 10 million other things that are wrong and this and another thing and another thing. And that is just exhausting. I know from experience people, and I'm sure you do too. It's exhausting. You know, you think about, and the really, you know, the really almost scary thing to think about is that how much energy and time do we waste giving in and allowing these bad mental habits to take over. Because as we looked at, or I talked about that quote from the beginning, habits lead to behaviors. So if you, for instance, let's say you, your friend gets a new job and they're making more money and they're having a lot of career success and you're feeling insecure about your career and your salary or whatever, that bad mental habit of, of comparing yourself or, you know, feeling, you know, upset about your situation or your salary or where you're at in your career, you may just keep that private to yourself and not share that with your friend. But over time, that can start to eat away at it's already eating away at you from the get-go, but that can and will start to eat away at your relationship with your friend. And sadly, they probably wouldn't even know why. You know, you may not even be conscious of it, but you might start to be a little passive aggressive and put some rift in that relationship and you don't know why. Well, you know why, but they don't know why. And maybe you, you're not even conscious of it. Maybe you don't know that you're doing it. Um, but it's just happening. And then in turn, you might start to feel shitty about that. Oh, well, I just, I can't, you can't let it go, right? And before you know it, it's just gonna weigh on you and weigh on you and seep into other areas and other relationships that have nothing to do with it. And it all stems from our thoughts and how we think about ourselves and essentially not having empathy for yourself. And it's, um, again, I know this is a big topic and there's so much to talk about and, and, uh, and touch base on, but I just wanted to introduce this concept. So try to take a look and start to write down two things. Number one, what are some strategies or habits that you want to try to practice better mental health habits to promote better mental strength? So journaling, talking to friends, meditating, all these things. And I'm going to make another episode about different strategies because it's super important, but also gently and without judgment, start to think about what are your bad mental habits and do the work. I mean, it's 
it's uncomfortable, but it's, it's absolutely necessary for, for mental strength. And think about how are my bad mental habits affecting myself, my relationship with others, and are they seeping into other areas of my life? And then lastly, if you were to give up your bad mental habits, how much lighter would you feel, right? Like how much happier would you feel? When I was able to start doing this, it just was really freeing and I'm able now to talk about it and yeah, be a little vulnerable about it. And listen, it's a lifelong process. I don't give a shit what anybody says. I've been seeing so many self-help and self-care and this, that people talk about mental health and wellness and, and these topics as if well, you're going to do this seminar or take this webinar or do my coaching or go to a therapist for a few weeks and then bam, you're going to be good. No, that's not how it works. Just like you have to continue to exercise for your whole life to, in order to keep your physical body healthy, you're going to need to work on your mental health and your mental strength for your whole life to keep your mind healthy and to keep your mental energy and wellness healthy. So if anybody's promising you some sort of, you know, I don't know, they're full of shit (laughs) to be, to be quite honest. And yeah, we can get a lot better with our mental strength, but we're going to have shitty days and we're going to have things come up in our lives that test us beyond belief, like 2020, like COVID. Nobody Nobody was sitting there. Okay, maybe some people were sitting there expecting something like this, but I sure as shit wasn't. And we need all the mental strength and energy that we have in order to deal with the most difficult things that come up in our lives. The loss of a loved one, divorce, um, illness, losing a job, whatever. These things are going to happen. And if we can continue to work on our mental strength, it's going to make managing these things much easier and it's going to be make it healthier for us. So I really, really urge you guys to start taking a look at, like I said, ways to, you know, positive ways that you can start practicing your your you know, let's call it your uh, mindful, I don't know, I got to think of a name, but your exercises for your, for your mind, right? So what are some healthy exercises for your mind that you can do? And then look at those bad mental habits and, and write them down. And writing them down was really helpful for me because I kept putting a why. So like I would put, you know, for instance, comparing myself, and then I would put why, why do you do that? And that would lead me to write something else, which would lead me to write something else. And it's that deep work that then really helps you to understand how our thoughts lead to our behaviors and impact our relationships and our lives and and overall our how we're functioning within our own communities. So that is it for today. I'm going to leave it there. 
I hope that everybody has a wonderful holiday, however you celebrate. I will see you guys next time on the next episode of the Community Health Project. Have a safe and wonderful holiday, everybody.